flipping her hair, coming back and feeling very good about herself. That's not a showman. That's a bitch. Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News live with Kim and Lisa. The wait is finally over. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiered last night and we have so much to talk about. It is bringing the drama right out the gate. Dorit is coming in hot at Erica regarding the accusations about her marriage. But is it really all just rumors and lies? And then we get a glimpse into Kyle and Mauricio's rocky relationship. So who's really to blame for their fallout? We're going to get into it all, trust me. But before I dive in, make sure you guys subscribe so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. Okay, so before, I feel like before we get to the actual episode, we have to discuss not only the Kyle and Mauricio of it all, but yesterday the, there was a rumor, I can't say it was news, but a rumor that broke that PK and Doree are also splitting up. So what what did you make of all this? So, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I have total whiplash from last night. Um, we saw a report by kind of an unknown news outlet that Doree and PK were officially separating. And so, of course, I see that. I take it with a grain of salt because it's not a reputable news source. However, then we have In Touch Weekly coming out and saying that, you know, the rumors are true. Dorit and PK are living separate lives. She's moved out. They don't live together anymore. And so In Touch, I kind of thought was a reliable source. So I kind of thought it was confirmed. The rumor that we have all been hearing for a little while now has finally come out. And I wasn't surprised. What did surprise me, though, was that they issued a statement with people later in the night denying the rumors. Yeah, so they basically said they've had some challenges as of late, but these they're not separated and they're not divorcing. And so, I mean, it's just kind of, to me, it's one of those things where, like Sutton said, where there's smoke, there's fire. It may not be now. It may They may just not be ready to announce it yet, but it does kind of seem like they're heading in that direction. And I just don't know that my heart can take it. It's like another Bubba bites the dust. I mean, oh, what else do we have to go through? I know. Um, and let us know what you guys think in the comments. Do you think that they are really split up or do you think they are working on their relationship? I just feel like this is not, you know, this is the second, third, fourth time. How many times are we going to hear that we're separated and working on things? And no, 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 don't believe the split or divorce rumors. It's like we saw all of this happen between Kyle and Mauricio. They are confirmed separated and it doesn't really seem like there's a path forward for them. So I don't know. I kind of believe that there is something going on with Dorit and PK. Maybe they're not fully ready to say, oh, we're completely done, but they might be living separately. They might, you know, be, I don't know, adventuring into different directions. So we'll see how that plays out. But I thought it was very interesting for all of this to come out on premiere night, basically during the premiere. Um, so I don't know. I think I called it, you know, it's the Scandal effect. They want to make headlines and draw attention to the show. And that's what they did. Oh, my God. But I have to believe that they are not making up these challenges just for the ratings. Like, I really do not think that Kyle and Mauricio are faking this just for a storyline. Do you do you think that they are? No, I don't think it's fake by any means. I don't think that these women would like fake a divorce or fake a relationship. 
what I'm saying is that just the timing is oddly sus, you know, and especially mm -hmm. these headlines coming out when we watch Dorit and um, Kyle have a conversation about how they're going through these relationship challenges and how her and PK are having issues. It's just too like um, synergistic, in my opinion. Yeah, no, you're totally right. That timing was definitely a little suspicious. Okay, should we get into the episode itself? Yes, please. All right, so it starts off with the trailer, which we've all seen by now. Um, it kind of gives us a little glimpse and then we land right into the house of Dorit and PK. We see Dorit's new bronze um, hairdo. I think she looks gorgeous. I think she's in her French girl era, much like myself, trying to like embrace more of our natural color. Um, and she catches PK shoveling Lay's potato chips in his mouth. And I just, I like them together. I don't want this to be true. I know. I agree. I love their dynamic. I've always loved them and their family. I mean, Phoenix and Jagger are probably one of my favorite or two of my favorite Real Housewives kids of all time. I just love them. I think they're adorable. I do not want this relationship to end as much as I think the rumors might be true. Um, I just love them. Um, and it gets even better when Eagle Woman and Blue Raven, you know, descend on the Kemsley home. Um, and right off the bat, PK is not having it. Like, he is calling them out on this ridiculousness. Um, even though Dorit is, you know, all spiritual all of a sudden and wants to bring these healers in to kind of talk to the women and kind of, you know, form this form this connection that has been lost last season. Um, and PK is calling her out on it, being like, this is not going to work. The ladies are not going to talk just when they hold a talking stick. Like, it is going to, you know, be insane. And he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. Yeah. I mean, I do appreciate this sort of healing retreat being the opening event, if you will, because last season was super rough in a lot of ways. You know, we had the fallout of Kathy and Kyle. We had Kathy saying those vicious things, allegedly. Um, we had, you know, the ultimate downfall of Lisa Rinna. We had Erica versus every single woman in the group, um, you know, coming after them, saying nasty things and just having zero empathy towards anyone else but herself, which we'll get into that, that empathy scene in a little bit. So I liked this idea of sort of bringing everyone together and saying, okay, let's clear the air. You know, a little bit of time has passed. Like, let's bring in some third-party healers and, you know, see if we can start fresh, if you will. Yeah, definitely. Um, so they kind of, you know, I love the getting ready scenes. I feel like we don't get this in a lot of housewives. Do you want to talk about kind of what went on there? Yeah. So we see everyone's FaceTiming each other and they're all like, what do you wear to a spiritual retreat? Um, it seems like it was actually really cold in LA too, because they're all wearing puffer jackets. But, you know, we see Sutton talking to Crystal. We see Sutton talking to Kyle. Um, and then we see the girls on their way. And I just loved that they included Dorit getting out of the car saying, okay, you'll stay close, right? Like as if she wanted to be ready to go at any moment's notice. I thought that was kind of funny. And um, Garcelle, <laughs> Garcelle was just a little skeptical of maybe the healer's credentials. Um, I don't know. I don't want to be, I want to be respectful towards, you know, 
everyone. So I'm not going to like get into it, but you know, she seemed to not believe that this woman's God given name was Eagle woman. Um, and so, and then Kyle is talking about how, you know, she hasn't really seen many of the girls and hasn't really seen much of Kathy either since the last season. So it seems like Kyle's a bit isolated and everyone's kind of going in and is a little bit nervous. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when they show flashbacks to that reunion, man, that was a tough one. Everybody it was like on 10, like, you know, they were just bringing it tears, emotions, like everybody was just probably the most, you know, they were all dealing with their own issues, but at the same time, it was affecting everybody in the group. So it was really tough, but they all arrive at the retreat um, and we kind of get, you know, a few um, updates of, you know, just lighthearted fun. Um, Sutton has bought a horse in the Netherlands. And honestly, why not? Sutton can do whatever the hell she wants. We learn later in the episode that she is not scrimping for cash. Um, she is, you know, has the money to spend. Um, and Erica, Erica shows up. And let's be real, last season, even though it was tough with Kathy and Kyle, it was very tough for Erica too. She's had a, a rough, you know, two past seasons. And so she shows up, you know, basically on her own island. Her best friend, Rena is gone. They show the iconic email of Rena quitting. And immediately, the ladies call out the O word in the room, and that is Ozempic. I mean, they basically call her the incredible shrinking woman. Erica denies it and says it's hormones. I mean, come on. What do you believe? I don't know. I mean, but she does look amazing. She is like half her size, and she seems... Um, I mean, it seems like she's healthy, you know, but it, who knows? Um, it was a little like Dorit threw some good shade in her confessional when she said, are hormones spelled O-Z-E-M-P-I-C? Um, I mean, listen, if she doesn't want to reveal her true methods, then whatever. But I think, you know. There maybe have was a little bit of intervention. Oh, for sure. They kind of kick off this this healing circle, and Dorit says, "You know, I'll go first and immediately goes to Erica and says, "I was really hurt by you because of what happened at BravoCon, where they show the flashback. Erica was asked a question, which marriage do you think is headed south? And she walked up on that stage and she, she said, I think it's Dorit and PK. Flips the hair, struts back to her seat, and everyone's jaw just dropped because at that time, there was no rumblings of PK and Dorit having you know any sort of issues or anything. And Erica and Dorit didn't have any issues. So it was sort of one of those things of where did this come from? Why would she say that? And when Dorit's calling Erica out on this, she is clearly hurt. And Erica's response is so Erica. She immediately, she doesn't apologize. Any other person in the world would say, listen, I've been feeling so horrible about that. I did not mean for it to come across that way. You know, I was, I thought I was being cheeky because you guys are so solid and no one would ever think you guys would split up. I didn't want to answer the question. I knew I had to give an answer. 
No, she doubles down. She says, I'm a showman, Dorit. I walked down to that end of the stage and I gave the people what they wanted. And it is so mind-blowing that she's trying to defend herself and not just apologize to her friend. And so Dorit's like, you know, that's not being a showman. That is just being a bitch. I mean, what did you think of this interaction? Well, first of all, it made me so excited for BravoCon because that is the kind of stuff that comes out of BravoCon every year. Shocking moments that would not happen if we didn't get all of these people in a room together. So that's my first take on this situation. I know. We're like a week away. I'm so excited. We're a week away, guys. Get ready. Um, Number two, um, yes, I definitely think that what Erica did was super shady. But, you know, you're filming a live show. She's at BravoCon. She said, you know, I don't want to answer this question. Do you do I really have to answer this question? And he said yes. And so yes, yeah, she strutted up there very confidently, very cockily and said, is that a word cockily? Probably not, but um <laughs> cocky and she said it. And I don't know, I think there might be some truth to it and I think that's why she's not backing down because then she hits Dorit with Dorit, is your marriage strong? And it kind of seems like she's hinting at knowing something. um, And that's the reason that she said it. So I don't know. But here's the thing. I feel like if we, if the news did not break yesterday that Dorit and PK were splitting up, when she said, Dorit, is your marriage, is your marriage strong? It sounded like later she, she kind of clarified it. She meant if your marriage is strong, then why would it even bother you? So she was expecting that answer to be, yes, of course it's strong. Okay, then why would why does it bother you? Don't let it bother you. But because of what just came out and where our heads were, we heard, Dorit, is your marriage strong? And we we're like, oh shit, she's calling her out right now. But but so it's not I strong. Feel like yesterday's news kind of in No, but it's not strong because during the episode, Dorit admitted to Kyle that they were having a challenging year because of her PTSD. It's not in my opinion, it's not just because of the news yesterday. That's her storyline this season is that her and PK's relationship yeah. is not strong. So Erica was kind of calling her out being like, look, you know, you're talking about this on camera. I'm sure she kind of knew what was going on that Dorit and PK had troubles. So I don't know. I, I don't know. That's where that's how I saw it. Um, and it kind of just seems like we're going to see it play out this season. But Sutton also heard this rumor that we, you know, was brought up on Watch What Happens Live too, that when PK got pulled over for his DUI, that there was another woman in the car. But did Kyle deny it on Watch What Happens Live that she said that he was actually alone in the car and that that's a lie? Yeah. So Kyle says she's never heard that. And then Teddy said, I looked at the police report and it said he was alone. So Teddy put on her Nancy Drew hat and she pulled up the police report and, you know, according to the officer who wrote it, he was alone. Now, I'm wondering if perhaps PK was seen leaving somewhere with another woman, took that woman somewhere and then got pulled over. So like maybe there's some truth to it. But, you know, at the time he actually got pulled over, he was alone. So I I don't know. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know if we'll ever know the truth to that one. But at the end of this conversation, Erica does apologize. She apologizes for being rough, being vicious. I mean, let's be real. She was 
evil when they flash back to some of the things she said. Um, how did you take this? Did you think her apology was genuine? I do think it was genuine. And I think I'm kind of like Garcelle. Like, I want to believe Erica and I want to give her another chance. Um, but, you know, we'll have to see. Only time will tell if she if she truly means it, if she's truly trying to work on herself and on, you know, being like lashing out. It, according to the trailer, it doesn't seem like it. Um, but I'm just the type of person who like wants to believe that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I was shocked that 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 her apology to the group did not include a, an individual apology to Dorit. Still, so I I don't know. I was floored by that. Yeah, um, same. And then so Kyle also comes after Erica about the stuff with Kathy and how like you know Erica and Lisa Rinna keep like they kept harping on it last season, and that really only hurt Kyle because Kathy punishes. Kyle for you know the things that are brought up and she feels like no one had her back especially at the reunion she was clearly so upset and everyone just kind of sat there I think she wanted you know she wanted support she wanted her friends to have her back more and she just didn't feel that um she kind of threw some shade at Sutton saying that you know Sutton wants to maintain her friendship with Kathy because she likes to going to Kathy's parties and I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I get that. Yeah, but I think all in all, what I took away from it is that Kyle is, and she even said this a little bit later on, like she still feels like the dynamic is that of the younger sister, you know, and Kathy's the older sister and she better fall in line. It's Kathy's way or the highway. And I think she's scared of her. I agree. Um, I think that obviously her and Kathy's relationship is extremely strained, even more so after last season. I think it made it worse, not better. They seem to be on the up and up. You know, we saw them recently at Morgan Wade's show together. So mm -hmm. I don't know. But God, I do miss Kathy. I mean, last I season, that was such a... Um, such a gift that the bravo gods gave us and i really wish we got more of it this season but i don't know i think this season is still going to deliver um so then we jump over to the sutton concept and my first thought is how is this store still open <laughs> it's the middle of the day there's nobody there it's empty what does she sell anything that even anybody could afford i guess she has some like merch um but anyway, we see her BFF Jennifer Tilly come and they have this fabulous lunch with champagne and her assistant, you know, pouring champ pouring them drinks. I just love it. Um, but then we kind of hear more about Sutton's, you know, past with her husband. And I was shook at yeah. the development that we learned. Yeah. So basically, you know, Sutton is kind of like, oh, this store, you know, my businesses mean everything to me. And you're so right. It's like, then why are you closed in the middle of the day with like, you know, a table and full spread just for two people? It is it is pretty ironic. So Sutton is talking about how, you know, when her and her husband met, they were both, you know, just normal working people. And then when she got pregnant, she uh, stopped working and you know, her, it seems like her husband was 
gaining more and more success. And so she would kind of get, you know, her allowance. And when he felt like it, he would take away her allowance. And that made her realize, oh, shit, I should not be 100% dependent on another human being. Um, But anyway, with all of this story, it comes out that she gets $300,000 a month in spousal support. What? And my first thought was, how does she live off of just that? Like, mind blow. Like, I had to rewind it. I literally, in our notes, I wrote 300000 and I was like, wait, like, surely I miswrote that and it said 30000 I had to rewind it and it said $300,000 a month. That is what? I mean, four or five million a year, like, for not, like, not for nothing. She earned it. She was married to this this guy. But insane. So insane. So insane. So now we understand why she bought a horse from the Netherlands. Um, and to your point, why her store is still open. Um, because she can afford to she can it. afford to keep it open. It is around the corner from Pump. Apparently, Lisa Vanderpump, you know, does not get three hundred thousand dollars a year in spousal support and cannot pay the rent, I think it was 10 grand a month for pump and Sutton Sutton concept is around the corner. So I would say, you know, probably eight, eight, nine grand a month. So that's easy with her 300. I mean, she still has what, oh, 290,000 yeah. left after that. So I think she's good. Um, so we move on to Dory and PK's house um, and they're having pizza on Hermes, which is just amazing. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that, as Dorit says. And she has Kyle over for dinner and the conversation kind of gets heavy. So Kyle talks about her sobriety um, and how, you know, she's given up alcohol, which I think is great for Kyle. She looks amazing. But then Dorit dives into the relationship drama. And this is where she really shares that she has had a challenging year with PK. Ever since the break-in, she's had PTSD and PK has not been around. He's been in London for whatever reason, is he traveling for work? Not really sure what he still does for work. Is he going to visit Boy George? It's undetermined. Um, but basically, they kind of talk about, you know, how they're having thoughts, how their relationships may not make it, how they're both going through challenges and how life happens and it can pull them apart. And it is very, very foreshadowing this scene. What did you think about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt... It felt almost eerie watching it because knowing what we know now, you know, even take Dorit and PK out of it, we didn't know at that time that they were filming this, that even Kyle and Mauricio were having challenges. I don't think Kyle's ever spoken anything negative about her marriage before. And so this was, I think, a really big revelation. And, you know, they kind of said, of course, it's normal. Every marriage is going to have its ups and downs. And I do think that that's true. But the way Dorit was describing it in terms of, you know, PK not being able to be there physically, but also emotionally and not being able to give her what she needed to kind of get through this really hard time. um, I think that says a lot. And I remember, didn't they have, didn't they have some like reality show that was filming in England? I never watched it, but I think it's sort of like a reality real estate show, not dissimilar from uh, Buying Beverly Hills, but like the London version. 
And I wonder if that's what she was talking about with him being gone so much. Maybe. Yes. Um, You know, that show was just kind of a blip on my radar. Don't know if it's even come out yet. Like, is it is it coming out? Did it come out? Have no idea. Have no interest in watching. But yeah, this was really, really tough. And I think, you know, ties back to what Erica said at BravoCon. Dorit and PK were having issues. She thinks they may be the next couple to break up. I don't know, maybe Kyle and Mauricio's like wasn't on her radar yet. But you can tell that the lack of support that, you know, PK has given Dorit during this tough time in her life has really taken a toll on her. It's, you know, she's already having PTSD. And the fact that her spouse isn't really there for her, I think, is making it even worse. So I don't know. I think maybe there's been trouble there for a little while. You know, how serious it is or, you know, will get. I don't know. But that was it was tough. Yeah. Another tough scene, Garcelle and her two boys um, going out for a beach picnic. And oh, my God, my heart seriously broke in this scene. Um, So. She's basically talking to them about, you know, how she's been gone for, a, a you know, a couple weeks. And one of them said, I think it was Jade says, yeah, you've been gone for a year. And she said, well, it was three weeks. And he said, well, it felt like a year. So it seems like they stay with their dad when she's away. And it doesn't seem like Jade is too big of a fan, but maybe Jax is. And she's kind of, you know, Jax kind of gives her this really difficult um statement that you know he doesn't need her now to parent him he needed her a few years ago to parent him and where was she then but now he knows how to do everything himself and my heart seriously just broke because from what we've seen it seems like garcelle is a wonderful mother and being a working mom is super hard being a single working mom, I can't even imagine how hard that can be. And it's, you know, I feel like it's one of those things where Jax is going to look back in 15 years and he's going to say, I was, you know, I had no idea. I was such a little shit for even saying that because you don't truly appreciate everything that your parents do for you, I feel like, until you're older. And I think he's kind of just in his like angsty teenage phase. Like, you know, I, I don't, I don't need, I don't need you, mom. Like I can do it myself. But I think later on he's gonna realize how hurtful that was. And you could tell that her heart just like sank. And, you know, I think she handled it really well. And she said, you know, I thank you for telling me that. Um, I want you guys to always feel like you can talk to me about these things. But I just, ugh. I just really felt for her in this moment. It was really, really tough. Um, you know, I think a lot of people can relate to her struggle. Um, I just hope that her, you know, her sons come around because it kind of seems like he wants to go live with his dad full time and stop going back and forth and how crushing that would be for Garcelle. I mean, I don't think that that's something any single mother wants to hear. Um, so it's going to be tough to see how this um, plays out. Um, but we end the episode with kind of a cringe slash funny slash I don't know what to make of it scene. And that is with Kyle and Mauricio. 
Um, this was the sneak peek. So some of you might have seen it prior to the episode airing. Um, but basically, we're at Kyle and Moe's house. Moe's on the phone. He's talking about how he can't go to Coachella weekend two. Oh, like, let's plan my golfing trip for this. Oh, I'm flying first class, right? I guess he's talking to his assistant. And Kyle is like, wants to have like a serious conversation with him. Meanwhile, he's working and trying to plan all of these fun activities. Um, and Kyle, you know, again, explains that they've had a challenging year. You know, Mauricio has been working nonstop. He now has that reality show. The agency is bigger than ever. Um, so it's tough for them to be able to spend time together. And so because of that, Kyle has kind of, you know, coped with it by working out, by getting healthy, by giving up alcohol. She looks amazing. A lot of people say it's ozempic. I don't know. I feel like she it looks so toned and muscular and healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though she's thin, I don't know. Do you think that I think it's pretty safe to say that Erica is. That's just my stance. What do you think about Kyle? Look, Kyle has denied it from day one, and I'm I'm just going to choose to take her at her word. You know, it's not like she had a lot of weight to lose to begin with. So I think making the changes that she talked about, you know, giving up alcohol, we know she loved her margaritas, um, exercising a lot more and building more muscle and, you know, eating cleaner. I think it's not unreasonable to make the changes that she's made and see those results. So I, yeah, if she says it's not, then I, I'm going to believe that it's not. But either way, it seems like she's, you know, focusing on her health and and that's important. I agree. Um, but then, you know, we start to have this conversation about tattoos and um, Love Bean Mauricio doesn't even know how many tattoos Kyle has. She has to count them for him. And it was kind of like an eye opener into really where their relationship is at right now. Totally, because I cannot imagine getting a tattoo and coming home and not showing it to my husband. And isn't it, I, I don't have any, but they have to be covered for like a couple days, right, while they heal. Like, so they're really disconnected or not seeing each other a lot if, you know, he really had no idea. It's not something that I think you can easily hide if you're, you know, with a person every day. But she starts counting them off and he's like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. Oh, I forgot about that one. Oh, oh, OK, that's new. OK. And he's like, OK, but, you know, five five's enough. Right. And Kyle starts to say, well, I don't know. I might get another one. And he says, love being love being stop that. You know, five, five tattoos is a lot. That's it's enough tattoos. And she says, well, if I want to get another one, I'm going to get another one. And he says, love being, you know, don't be like that. It's this is enough. And she says, it's not your choice. It's my body. And if I want to get one, I'm going to get one. It's not your choice. And so we are seeing this very different dynamic in their relationship. We've never really seen Kyle push up against him like that. We've never really seen them have a conflict like that where it's, you know, you can't tell me what to do kind of thing. And he's kind of saying, you know, like, feels like you're kind of rebelling a little bit. And she says, oh, I'm not rebelling. I'm very clear. And kind of seems like for the first time, you know, the wool's been lifted off my eyes and it's very clear to me. And Kyle is like entering her Miss Independent era. 
she was, you know, not she's not going to take it anymore. She's not going to take it from her sisters and she's not going to take it from her husband. She says she's always done what everyone expected her to do. And now she just wants to do what she wants. So it was, yeah, it was kind of a awkward scene to watch. And you could see Mauricio's facial expressions. He was a little bit taken aback, I think, by her responses, but also maybe more specifically that she was making these responses on camera. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like I need to watch the whole thing like 10 more times to just dissect it because there was a lot going on with body language and yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was really tough to watch. Um, Kyle is no longer going to let anybody walk all over her. I feel like she felt that that's what Kathy did all of last season. Um, And she was just like shrunk down to this like, you know, um, weak kind of person. But that's not who she is. And she kind of wants to rise up again and show that she is like independent and she can do what she wants. And I never saw Mauricio being a controlling guy. You know, they no. all seek to do, you know, both do what they want to do. Um, and I think Mauricio just needs to light up a joint, chill out, let Kyle do what she wants to do. And if that's like the impetus of their relationship problems, then I don't blame Kyle. Because if I started after 20 years of marriage being controlled by my husband and being told what to do and what not to do and stuff, I would also not be happy. So I don't blame Kyle. I think we're going to see a lot more of their relationship troubles play out this season. Um, But I thought this was an amazing first episode, amazing way to kick off the season. You know, we heard that the season might be boring, but it is certainly not so far. I think it's only going to keep getting better and better. And we will be here every week to cover the episodes. So make sure you guys tune in so you don't miss anything. Yes, thank you so much for watching and make sure to like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Bravo Breaking News. And I'm at Lisa Not Rinna. We're going to be at BravoCon next week. So make sure you are following and you can get all the updates live. See you guys next time. Bye.